Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Howard Atlanta United play here. Oh! If it matters to a United fan, hear it first, even on the weekend. Your weekend plays here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Please don't tell me you don't have something to talk about. Please, please don't do that, okay? My first wife or something, I'd look at her, you got anything you want to say? Oh, okay, all right. Don't cold shoulder this because... You got something to talk about. I know you do. Oh, boy, do you ever. After all the college football mayhem, and it was a lot of mayhem yesterday, uh, after all of the uh, the Braves mayhem <laughs> they're doing in Los Angeles. Sorry, I'm laughing because it's it's hilarious. Uh, having been in the national media, oh, by the way, welcome to the show. My name is John Fricky, and you are the guest. We're loaded with guests today because my guests are always just you, Okay. This is a caller-driven show, and the reason it's a caller, and I don't like referring to the people who come on the show as callers, I I consider you guests, is because this is your chance, when I do weekend shows, for you to come on board here and not have a conversation with me, not just have, you know, hey, uh, Bob in Stone Mountain gets, you know, 15 seconds on the air. No, Bob in Stone Mountain's going to come on, and we're going to talk. And there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. We got prime time to talk about. We got the dogs to talk about. You got Georgia Tech. We can go back in and talk all about everything in the ACC. We got the big game tonight with LSU and Florida State. We got so much going on in college football that we could talk about. And of course, the Braves, we can get into it. And uh, certainly, um, you know, if you want to jump in on Atlanta United, had a 2 2 draw last night with Dallas, we can get into that too. Uh, but back to the national media. I spent most of my career before I came to 92 in the game in national media. So, in all those years that I was in national media, because I've had so many people kind of talking to me today about, you know, the disrespect of Atlanta, the disrespect of the Braves. But boy, is this some shut me up juice. Because going into this series, and even after the first game where Mookie hit two home runs, it was like, and I mentioned this to Carl Dukes the other day on Friday after the game on Thursday night, the Braves won the game, right? I heard they won the opener. Ronald gets married, comes in, hits a grand slam in his first at bat, <laughs> gets to 30-60, which nobody had ever done in the history of baseball, and the Braves won the game, and all SportsCenter did was like, Mookie hit two home runs, Mookie, 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 Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I, I looked at Carl and said, if you watch SportsCenter with the sound off, okay, and you watched the highlight package they did on the game, you would have said, I would ask you, all right, quick question, after you watched that without them flashing the final score, who won the game? 
well, the Dodgers won it like 15 to 5. Because that's what it seemed like. It was like, yeah, I know. The national media, only because I worked in New York in the national media, and I worked in Los Angeles in the national media, so I know, and and here too, I know these people, okay? I worked alongside these people. I, I know them. They are so much in their own bubble they, they they believe you would go into an i would go you of course you never did this i did i would go into an editorial meeting at sports channel in new york right and i would sit down this is like kind of the pre-internet days because it's in the mid 90s and i would sit down at the editorial table before the uh, the night began when we're rolling there and they would say things like what well, you know they go around the table and so the, the producers and, you know, the big editors and the reporters and anchors, and uh, they, they would say things like, uh, well, I was reading today in the New York Times, blah, 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 blah. Hey, you know, I heard on WFAN, blah, 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 blah. I was reading in Newsday that blah, 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 blah. Hey, the New York Post is reporting blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's like they want to do a New York show. Hey, you know, the Mets are doing this. The Yankees are, hey, could the Knicks go out and get this guy? I mean, I'm like, uh, hello, folks. You know, we have viewers in Florida and Oklahoma and, all, you know, you, you understand we're, we do national stuff here. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, I mean, there's a big story going on with the Oklahoma City. Ah, oh, nobody cares. <laughs> that's what they would do. I'm like, oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and that's what they do now. They sit around going, the story isn't that the Braves have won three in a row that Ronald Acuna is homered in three straight games. The story isn't about the Braves at 90 wins or seven games ahead of the Dodgers or, you know, just destroying them in their own stadium and and making them look bad with all these memes of uh, Freddie Freeman, multiple Freddie Freeman memes uh, of Freddie standing around going, oh, my God, Ronald Acuna just did that. No, that's not the story. The story is, hey, well, wait a second. The Dodgers are so ahead. What's wrong with the Dodgers? Should we be concerned about the Dodgers? I mean, it's the, the typical local thing we would do if it were our team, only they're national network so instead of celebrating they they focus on themselves you know the story is like well you know i don't know what's going to happen with the dodgers god bless you know i mean you know are they really this kind of like team did they just have a hot month and you know the Braves are so much better than us oh what was us oh you know hey hey how about the lakers this year you think we're going to be any good with lebron i mean that's what they do god it just drives you insane so i know that a lot of you, because you respond to me when I when I dig on SportsCenter or I dig on the LA and New York media a little bit, only because I was there and been part of it and know it uh, firsthand. Uh, was you know I I get that you you think it's a a lack of respect, and it is to some degree. It's a lack of attention. It's just they're so arrogant and in their bubble, and really there's no understand. There's no difference. No difference between the news media and the sports media. There's none, okay? They're the same exact people. They came from the same schools, the same journalism places, the same cities, and they listen to each other in this little concavity that they live in. That's why, you know, I don't do politics, obviously, but when I did, I was kind of anti-elitist. If that's where you kind of want to peg me, that's fine. Because that's what these people are. There are a bunch of elites who look down on us. There are people in New York who still look at Atlanta, and, and all they hear is, you know, banjos. I mean, that's seriously, that's what they hear. That's what they think. They, they've never been here. They go, oh, Florida, as far as they're concerned, is a vacation spot for wealthy New York Jews. That's what they think, you know. Oh, it's just a bunch of old people and wealthy, you know, uh, New Yorkers who get on there. 
You know, if you can't go to the Hamptons, you got to know, yeah, we got to get out of West Palm. I mean, that's what, that's who they are. And so in LA, it's an entirely different vibe because LA has got nothing around it. Right. I mean, it's just LA and it becomes even more, if you could believe this, even more insulated than New York. Because at least New York has to deal with all the noise from Boston, all the noise from Philly, all the noise from D.C. They've got to kind of address all that and, and answer to it. In L.A., there's no noise. Okay, quiet, quiet. Because the nearest, they, they look at San Diego and go, eh, you know, whatever. And so the nearest city of any renown, of course, is San Francisco. But you have to understand, San Francisco is a long, long way from Los Angeles. A long way. It's like saying Atlanta's worried about D.C. I mean, that's about how far apart they are. They're not like next door. So L.A. becomes even more kind of, you know, centric and, and centralized. As a result, you get ESPN, which is now in L.A. with Sports Center, and ESPN, which is in Connecticut, which is, all right, it's in Connecticut, Bristol, right? But it's New York, okay? Again, producers and anchors and stuff that came out of the same schools even the ones in LA they all came out of Cornell they all came out of Ithaca College they all came out of Syracuse they're all New York fans or the ones who moved to LA or LA fans I mean that's who they are and they treat it as local news and that's the thing because if it doesn't happen there this is why news media and sports media are the same if it doesn't happen there if their friends aren't talking about it then it didn't happen you know, or it's just not even worthy of being mentioned. It would be the same for us. For example, I come on this radio station, right? And I talk about Atlanta. I talk about the Braves. I talk about the Falcons. We're going to talk about Georgia today. I'm just trying to help you out on all this. Okay. I'm not going to spend any time today talking about, uh, you know, I, you know, the Pac-12. I mean, I might mention it in college football, but I'm not going to talk about it because I don't really care. The league's going away. I mean, um, you know, wake me in uh, you know, November if one of those teams is going to be playing in the playoff. Otherwise, I, I'm not paying any attention to the Pac-12. Well, you're ignoring us out here. Yeah, I am. You know why? Because I do a show that's based in Atlanta, okay? So <laughs> talk about what's going on here. If I were doing a national show and back on the network, if I was back on Fox Sports Radio, then yes, I would be spending quite a bit of time talking about, well, could this be a special year for the Pac-12 in its final year? Is Washington really the best team? And look what Oregon did, blah, 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 blah. You know, Caleb Williams, depending. I mean, we would have to have some chatter about that today. But here, not so much. But that's what they think. Because, you know, you'll have college football shows now that, you know, spend that time. They're not talking about Georgia three-peating so much. I mean, they'll mention it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Doesn't Alabama have a new quarterback? Uh, anybody know his name? Milton. Milton, right? No, no that's Tennessee quarterback. Oh, uh, it's Mill something, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's who they are. <laughs> it's not Bryce Young no more. No, he's in the NFL. Okay. Ay, 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 ay. Because I, I'm just chuckling because it, it warms my heart to watch the Atlanta Braves do this. I know it doesn't mean that much in terms of, I mean, okay, you're going to get the number one seed. And that's great. We'll have home field advantage, and that'll be fun. But to beat them when they're the hottest team in the world and Mookie's going to win the MVP and to beat them down like this and to have Ronald Acuna Jr. do it every night. And how about that home run? Last? Oh, my God. And then this happened at the end of the game. Orlando RC, we go into extra innings. The Dodgers had chance after chance, right? I mean, they're mowing Braves down. You know, it doesn't look real good. We get into the extra innings, and I'm kind of going, all right, let's see how this thing's kind of going to go here. And then Orlando Arcia stepped to the plate, and Orlando Arcia did this. Right now, the Braves trying to take the lead. 
Orlando, deep left center. Gone. Ours. See you later. And Atlanta has a 4-1 to lead. Their first hit since all the way back in the third inning. And boy, was it a big one. What do we say back in the eighth, Brandon? It's going to come down to maybe one mistake, one pitch. Yeah, just playoff baseball. And Orlando Arcia jumped on it. And normally I would have jumped out of my chair and raised my, you know, but I had a beer in my, you know, I mean, it wasn't good. But I started laughing because all I could think about was these fools, they're going to immediately go, what's wrong? They're going to pound the table. What's wrong with the Dodger ball then? <laughs> Not how, damn, how about them Braves? Jeez, are they really, okay. Let's get a couple of quick calls in here again. You're the guest today at 404-726-0929. Let's begin with Jeff. He's on with John, and we're going to get into college football. We're going to get into the NFL. It's this week and all that kind of good stuff, too. Hey, start just start with the Braves. Hey, Jeff. Hey, thanks for taking my call. So I want to start talking about Deion Sanders. I was trying to call into the show yesterday when I felt like you were kind of smack-talking him. He hasn't proven himself. Well, he did an incredible job over there, and it's just amazing with what he's been able to put together at Colorado for them to pull off that upset yesterday. So Yeah, we're going to get into college football coming up, right? I mean, I mean, if you want to go there, we can. No, I'll, we'll give Prime all the I, – I don't know that it's fair to say we were smack-talking. Matter of fact, somebody on Twitter said, I can't believe you guys were, you know – you know, saying something, I said, that's not what I said. I mean, it's selective hearing, Jeff. I said very clearly, I don't know what we're going to get out of Colorado with 68 new players. All right, I, Jeff's phone is going crazy here. I don't know what we're going to get out of Can you, Dom, I'm sorry, I don't want to push people aside. I want you to have a conversation here, but I don't know what all that crackle was. Uh, I'm happy for Prime. I, I'm going to root for Prime in every single game. All right, not next week. I'm not going to root for Prime. I'm going to root against him, okay? Just being transparent. Next week, no Prime for me, okay? For you, that's fine. Not for me because he's playing my team. <laughs> so I want my team to win. Other than that, I'll root for Prime every week. I'm very happy for him. I'm glad his team went down there. His son balled out 510 yards. Travis Hunter, 151 snaps. It's a great story. So I don't know what Jeff was listening to. Uh, no shade here. Okay. <clears throat> hey, all right. So we will talk college football. We're going to get into that as well. I just began with the Braves today, and I'm curious, you know, is this the shut-me-up juice that you expected to, to have from the Atlanta Braves? Because I'm not sure I expected it. That's why I was laughing at last night, because this team, they're, they're starting to exceed my expectations. Your call's next at 404-726-0929. With John Fricke on Sports Radio 90 Time, the game in the Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Every touchdown. Is he in? He's in. Touchdown Atlanta. Slam dunk. Bang! Shot on goal. Shot from distance. Score! Home run. It is gone! All season, hear it here. Even on the weekends. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, the shut me up juice going down so sweet. All I could do is laugh and chuckle. I know, you know, Brian Snicker said last night, we ain't, no, we ain't won nothing yet. He's right. And, and, and if you want to call the show and you're my guest, you're, everybody that calls the show is a guest, okay? I don't have guests that I reach out to. You call the show and you're a guest. And you want to say they ain't won nothing yet. Well, duh. Yeah, I know. But I tell you what, they have won. They've won a little bit. This is a little battle. Don't kid yourself. This is a battle against the media. It's not a battle against the – it's a battle against narratives that be that are run out there, okay? And so to, to do this is great. All right, 404-726-0929. Ray's going for a sweep today of the uh, of Los Dodgers and Chavez Ravine. Um, our next guest is calling in is uh, somebody that when I was going to high school in Lithonia – in the 1970s, <clears throat> uh, and I would go to Fulton County Stadium and pay a buck and sit in left field next to the TP. He was the starting shortstop of the Braves and also the leadoff hitter, and he's just reached out to us and wants to jump in here, and I'm thrilled because I've never actually, beyond probably asking him an interview question 40-some years ago in, in, in the locker room or something, I've never had a chance to have him on, so I'm thrilled. Daryl Cheney has uh, called in, you old school folks, I remember that. Hey, Daryl, it's great to have you here. Hi, John. Thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call. I, uh, I I did run across you one one day about oh, 15, 20 years ago. I was making a speech, and you were in the audience. We chatted a little bit. I just wanted to call in and tell you, <clears throat> I've been listening to you, John, for a long, long time, and I've I've always enjoyed you. But your take on this media, it was just perfect, just perfect, John. I commend you for it. Nice going, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate that, but Daryl, you you lived it too. I mean, you had to, as a player, go to these places and read those back in those days. You know, no internet, but read the papers, and of course, all the players do because everybody's got rabbit ears. Uh, and, but you saw it too. I mean, when when ESPN first launched, I mean, in the late seventies, you were. I mean, when CNN first launched in the late eighties, I mean, we I had to fight it, Daryl. I had to fight against it at CNN. All right, it, just this, uh, you know, just being honest and transparent here. When we first went on the air with CNN Sports, our guys who were largely from Atlanta. I had to say, look, guys, you can't just stack a show with a bunch of sports around here. 
because they wanted because Ted owned the Braves, so they wanted to pump the Braves up really big. And I said, you can't do that, you know. And so we had big fights back then. But it's just, it, I guess, it's human nature, right, Daryl? It is. It is, John. And, and uh, you know, I, I was the broadcaster for the Braves for a couple of years before I got right. fired from that job. So I know, I know, I really got a feel for where you're coming from on all this. And I. I, I lived it. I, we would go on the road, and we would go into a town like Los Angeles. We'd go to the press room, and it was like we weren't even there. Uh, it, it was really, it was really something. And uh, uh, the way it's gotten to the point that it is currently today, uh, I think, I think you're right on. And uh, uh, the, the Braves, the, the Braves are, are so fun to watch, and so few people around the country. I just got back from a fishing trip in Montana. Now. The folks in Montana are 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 mostly football fans, but there's there's a few baseball fans that I hooked up with on this fishing trip. They didn't even know who Ronald Acuna was. <laughs> I, I couldn't okay. believe it. And I said right. I said to those guys, I said, "Well, if you ever get a chance to watch him on national TV, they probably won't talk about him much. But he's the modern day Willie Mays." And they right. said, oh, because they're, ta- they're talking that. about, remember, they started talking, Daryl, about Juan Soto. It was Juan Soto, Juan Soto. And then it became, of course, Mookie, Mookie, Mookie. And then it became Shohei Otani. Then he had Trout, of course, you know, but to whatever degree, you know, Trout would get hurt. Now Otani gets hurt. Who are we going to next? Oh, we're going to Mookie, Mookie, Mookie again. I mean, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. And I, I like I said, I just want to call in. I don't want to take up any more of your time. I really enjoy your show. You're doing a fantastic job like you always have. And uh, I really enjoy listening to you. But your your take on this today, I hope I hope your audience gets it, man, because you're right on. Uh, Daryl, you are welcome to call anytime. Uh, and it was a thrill to watch you play uh, back in the day. Uh, Daryl Cheney, a former shortstop of the Braves and a leadoff hitter of the Braves too. On top of that, uh, in those uh, teams of the seventies, if you if you're old enough to remember going to Fulton County and watching Daryl play, and uh, you know Rod Gilbreth and uh, Vic Carell and Biff Pokerova and all his buddies Jeff Burrows and Roland Office and Gary Matthews, those you know they weren't you know they didn't win a whole lot of games because you know I mean it just it was a little bit of a struggle back in those days because the Dodgers were so good. That's where you learned to hate the Dodgers, right? I mean yeah. we learned to hate the Dodgers back then. Yeah, yeah, we didn't much like playing them. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daryl, uh, do, uh, do, don't be a stranger. Uh, you're always welcome to uh, call the show whenever you want. Well, you can count on me listening, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it, Daryl. Uh, let's go to Scott. He's on with John here. Shut me up. Juice is flowing in Los Angeles. Ronald Acuna Jr., if he's not on the tip of tongue, Scott, of people in Montana who are fly fishing, I can t- tell you he's on, our, he's on our radar here. How about this performance by this team and this guy? Hey, John. Hey, Scott. How are you doing? Good, hey, man. Uh, yeah, so that's one thing I want to talk about. I want to mention three short points, and I want to get your take on all three. The first thing I wanted to say was about the Braves, and specifically Acuna versus Betts. Can we just can the talk from a national standpoint uh, about Betts being in the same sentence as, as Acuna? Because in, you can make a case that this is the biggest series of the Braves and the Dodgers season right here. There's so much on the line here. There was so much for Acuna, so much for the Braves, home field advantage in the playoffs, so much for the Dodgers. If the Dodgers would have shown up and, and played and won, you know, took this series, I mean, not only could they have ca- caught up to us and potentially overtaken us at the end of the season and had home field advantage, but Betts would have had a case as well for, you know, for an MVP if he would have shown up too. But he's failed to show up outside of those couple home runs 
And, you know, when, you're, when your manager benches you and pinch hits for you and put someone else in, you know, the, the, the bottom, what was it, the bottom of the eighth with two men on and runners in scoring, scoring position, you, you don't bench the MVP. So can we just can the, the best talk because he's not the MVP. And I think yeah, no, what, it, it, Scott, I, that. Scott, that's why it's shut me up, Juice. That's why I'm saying the MVP race, I want everybody to hear me. Remember when, when uh, Sal Akata from uh, New York, uh, Scott, said, the NL East is over, you know, I mean, and he was right because it was. I'm telling you, the MVP race is over. It's over. It's over. Acuna's won it. No, nothing can happen between now and the end of the season that will that, that it's like everybody turned their card in last night. They just well, okay here. They turned their cards in. Acuna's won the MVP, and it's going to be. By the way, Scott, he's going to win in a route. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I wanted to mention two things about college football real quick here. The first thing, everyone seems like they're going nuts over Deion Sanders in Colorado, and the fact that they you know they won against TCU. Well, TCU is nothing like they were last year. But here's my point. I read an article, I'm an Auburn fan, and I read an article about how maybe uh, Auburn should have hired Deion Sanders. But I think what people are forgetting here, TCU hung 42 on Colorado. Are we going to act like Caleb Williams at USC or Bo Nix at Oregon or Michael Penix Jr. at Washington if they play them this season? Uh, are we going to act like they're not going to score 60 on them if they don't play any defense? I, you know, I think Deion Sanders needs to learn something about defense defense and coaching defense because you're not going to well, win right, but, right, but let's say, yeah, Scott, I'm not going to argue. Scott, I'm not going to argue your point, okay? Uh, but I will say that, you know, I, you just take a snapshot. It's, it's really a kind of a cool story at the moment. Do I, uh, you yeah. know, ask me, how many games do I think Colorado's going to win? My answer is probably like five. I mean, I mean, because that's what they're yeah. going to do by the end of the year. I mean, because they just they'll get exposed by some of those teams. Yes, I mean, they'll, but they'll, but to have a snapshot like this where your son comes in and throws five hundred. I don't care who you're playing. You wasn't playing Tennessee Martin. He was playing TCU on the road in front of the record crowd in Amon Carter Stadium. You know, and he throws for five hundred ten yards. Travis Hunter plays one hundred fifty one snaps. Prime wins the game. I mean. If you want to annoy him in national, somebody had him in there. My new flash playoff and four teams and Colorado was in it. I was like, okay, stop that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, they're going to get beat 65 to 10 by somebody this year just because that's the nature of the game. They had a, they, look, but he had a wonderful first game. He may beat Nebraska next week because Nebraska's trying to figure stuff out and Jeff Sims ain't no good at quarterback, but Tech fans knew that. Uh, and, uh, and, and that'll be another big feather in his cap. But yeah, he'll, there'll be some. You know, there'll be a couple of times where he's probably going to get run off the field, but I'm just let him let him have his day. I, I think it's a pretty cool story. That's fair enough. And I have one other point here. I do kind of have a small bone to pick with you and some of some of the other uh, um, broadcasters on this station. And it, you know, it's a respectful bone. We can all disagree on some things, but um, as far as Georgia goes, and I do have to mention, I am an Auburn fan, but. You know, if they do three-peat, that's great. I mean, it's a great story for college football. But my small bone here is, granted, it's the first it's the first game of the season, so you can't read too much into that. But the way some of y'all were talking was, George is just going to steamroll over everybody. You know, it's like, why even play the games? Because they're so much better than everybody. Georgia looked really vulnerable yesterday. And against a better team... That could spell some problems. I'm not saying that they're not going to three-peat or anything like that, but to take away uh, Stetson Bennett and some of the playmakers they had, 
you can kind of see that it might take a, way, a while for them to gel. And, you know, I just hope that, it, you know, for the Georgia fans out there, they can put it together because they did look a little vulnerable. And I saw some Georgia fans calling for Carson Beck to be benched. So I just want to get your take on that. My take is, as an Auburn fan, you probably should be happy with the first game that Auburn played, and don't worry about Georgia because they're going to have another preseason game next week against No Football State, and then they're going to have another preseason game apparently against South Carolina. Uh, and I think Georgia's going to be fine. I, you know, teams get better over the year. Don't first week flash predictions here, and appreciate the call, Scott, are really hard to make. I mean, just because somebody played poorly in week one doesn't mean they won't get better by the end of the year, and vice versa. Here, I, yeah, I said Georgia's going to have. I think Georgia's going twelve and zero, but you know they're going to have uh, you know they're going to have some challenges. But everybody's got challenges, okay? Everybody's got challenges. What Georgia has is pretty damn good defense, and that defense is going to come together by the end of the year. I don't think you're going to want to play them. Uh, offensive line's really good. They're still going to. They're still they're still the best team in America until proven otherwise. Now, if somebody proves otherwise, fine. We'll get to, we'll have that discussion when they do. They've won eighteen straight, thirty four of their last thirty five. Right. Until until further ado, I mean, I'm just saying. All right, I need to take, because the clock is my enemy here, a quick break. We are talking college football. We're talking the Braves right now. Kyle, Ken, Reggie, hang on. You're the guest coming up here. Kind of cool to have Daryl Chaney call into the show, i got to say. It's like, you know, I used to work actually with Tree Rollins because Tree would run camera in the offseason because, you know, it just was the way it was. So Tree would – literally, Tree Rollins ran camera at CNN in the offseason. It was the most hilarious thing because we'd be anchoring sports, and here would be seven foot one of Tree Rollins <laughs> Tree Rollins behind a camera because <laughs> he wanted to do it. He wanted to run camera. <laughs> I swear, I swear, it's a true story. Uh, sports Radio, 99, the game in the Odyssey app. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. 
As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Sports Radio 929 The Game. Atlanta Sports doesn't stop for the weekend. Radio on the weekends. And neither do we. Keeping you up to date all weekend long. On the weekends, that's all I listen to, really. The home for Atlanta Sports on the weekends. Sports Radio 929 The Game. From the Northern Kia Studios, John Fricke on Sports Radio 929 The Game on this Sunday afternoon. Little Sunday afternoon quarterback, a lot of college football to get into. We'll uh, really expand this at the top of the hour. Your calls, because you're always the guest, at 404-726-0929. And like the caller, Scott, uh, we can uh, disagree. Uh, just don't be disagreeable. It's all it's all okay. It's all good. All right? You and I, right, we're good. Um, I mean, you you know, some, some people want to be disagreeable, come in and start pointing fingers. Look, if I'm wrong and you want to point out that I'm wrong, treat me as your friend. Would you walk up to your friend and say, I mean, you might bust on him, right? Dude, good call on that, huh? Right? You know, but you wouldn't you wouldn't get angry with him. You know, so just, you know, you would, dude, what the hell? You suck. You would never do that to your friend. I'm your friend. We're all friends here, okay? <laughs> you want to call me out and good naturedly give me a hard time? Sure. One of the things I said about the Atlanta Braves that, you know, Carl Dukes looked at me like I had four eyes in my head. I said, this isn't about the Braves setting, you know, all kinds of records, okay? Team records and, and now, you know, Major League Baseball records. It isn't just about the Rays winning the World Series. No, that's not what this is about. This is about the Braves being a dynasty. A dynasty. You won the World Series two years ago when you got hot. Probably should have won it three years ago, maybe, in the bubble. If you kind of had your head screwed on right, maybe last year, who knows. But you won it two years ago. You ought win it this year. And maybe you ought win it next year. Oh, and maybe you ought win it again in three years. I mean, this is about winning four to five World Series titles in, a, in an eight-year span. I'm not, I'm not joking. Um, now, will they do that? It's hard to say because playoff baseball is different than regular season baseball. But I think they have an opportunity to not be just the best team in baseball, but to be kind of a modern dynasty. Something they ought to probably have been in the 90s, right? I mean, don't we all agree on that? You know, you know, one in three hurts. You know, I mean, and you had the Yankees, one in, one in four. You had the Yankees the one time. You actually kind of had the Twins, too. Jack Morris. But, um, yeah, so I think that this is, um, you know, a, a chance here for the Braves to actually be dynastic. So this isn't about just winning the World Series this year. I want them to run away. I want them to run away and hide. I want them to do, but I think they can. I think they are so not close, the best team in baseball. As a matter of fact, I'll go even further. In American professional sports right now, uh, Major League Soccer, NHL, NFL, NBA, and baseball uh, of the of those sports, right? Uh, in their sport. There is no more dominant team in any sport than the Braves in baseball. 
That's how good I think these guys are. Now they just have to play like it, and they're playing like it. But, by the way, if I'm wrong, you want to call me back in a year or two and say, man, dude, slow your roll. <laughs> and I'll say, yeah, you know what? I, I read that all wrong. But here's a hint. I haven't. All right, let's go to uh, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, welcome to the show. How you doing, Kyle? Hey, hey, man, I love your show. I've been listening for a very long time. Um, I wanted to say that I grew up during the Braves era where they won 14 pennants in a row and had the awesomest pitching in the history of awesome pitching. I mean, especially with like people like Maddox and Avery and Glavin. I mean, it was amazing. And then to have, um, to your comment earlier, with like narratives and the way the sports writers want to comment about the Braves. I mean, Braves, the Braves are America's team. We have people in every state, in every city around the country because of Turner Broadcasting back in the day. So that's mm-hmm. why you're going to have haters on the Braves where we finally come, come through, won the World Series, and we're awesome. Go ahead, sir. No, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Go ahead. Okay, and then um, I want to know what your take was on – the way that UGA made the change with the offensive coordinator and then also the quarterback, and then also wanted to see what your prediction would be for the Falcons coming up this year because we need a, uh, a little bit of prayer and help in that department. I'm just hoping the Falcons make good decisions and good moves. Go ahead, sir. All right, so I, to the Falcons question, I want to save that for the 2 o'clock hour because I don't want to get too many you know, too many stuff in the in, in the cook here. So, so Kyle, if you will, just listen, I'll, we'll get into the Falcons in the 2 o'clock hour. Uh, as, yes, to, yes. Uh, my, as to Mike Bobo, I do find it kind of interesting because there's a lot of uh, angst today. Oh, my God, Mike Bobo, we suck. I'm going to offer a temporary defense of Mike Bobo. No, you're not because he sucks. We don't want him here anymore. No, I'm going to offer a temporary defense defense of Mike Bobo. Did you see the play calling John yesterday? Oh my God, was it pedestrian? Well, no kidding. Who were you? Kyle, I have quick questions. Who who were they playing yesterday? What was the name of the team? It was the worst team in the history I've ever seen. They only okay. scored seven points. Okay. All right. What was it? Tennessee Martin, correct? Tennessee Martin, not Tennessee Knoxville. They, they must have Tennessee. paid them a lot of money to come up there. Well, sure. They paid them. Of course they did. They paid them 800000 maybe even a million dollars. Um, yeah, well, no, they did. That's what they, that's the going rate. That's why those schools take these losses is because they can get a million dollars. It funds them I for the year. I remember taking a trip with Georgia State to go to the Alabama Stadium in Tuscaloosa, right. and they whooped us yep. sixty-nine to seven. Right. Well, Georgia State also went to Knoxville and won the game. You know, I mean, beat Tennessee. There you go. Um, and you know they got paid a million dollars to come in and beat the Vols. Um. So they're not – here's my temporary defense of Mike Bobo. It's a temporary defense, all right? Every, temporary, all right? We have to see what they're doing. There's no reason for him not to run student body right, student body left, you know, to show South Carolina absolutely nothing. And by the way, did you know this? Carson Beck threw for more yards yesterday. Now, granted, it was only Tennessee Martin in a base offense – Carson Beck threw for more yards than any Georgia quarterback in his first game since David Green in 2001. Okay? More than wow, any that's, other that's quarterback in the last 22 years. Right okay? I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I know they – but give it – how about we allow this kid who just made his kid, this young man, who just made his first start with a coordinator who's playing a base offense because he's not going to show South Carolina nothing. He's not going to have South Carolina out there. Yeah, I know South Carolina lost yesterday. 
But he's not going to have same on defense. They're not going to let South Carolina see a blitz package. They're not going to let South Carolina see a reverse. There, you know, the the one big you know get play was okay. We got to cover Brock Bowers coming out of the tight end on a, on a jet sweep. We got to we got to do that one. Okay, that was the one play South Carolina's got to kind of worry about. And then what you do with that one is you fake it to Bowers and hand it off to Milton. He goes straight up the middle and untouched. So you make him work on one thing, but they're not going to show you anything right now. And you understand that, right? Well, absolutely, and I was going to also ask okay. you about the defensive changes with the, uh, you know, the unfortunate situation with. All right, that he fought, he dropped out. Okay, all right, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. I, apparently, your phone dropped. All right, we continue here. Let's go to, uh, yeah, and we'll talk more. You want to jump in on Mike Bobo? You can. And I'm all again. I'm not defending him. I'm not saying, but I'm just giving him a. T- you know, look. If we were down, can you imagine what it must be like to be in uh, Jacksonville today doing a show? <laughs> uh, you know what they're doing in Jacksonville today? They're saying the phone. Let me tell you what the phone calls are. I don't know. Maybe they don't have a local show in Jacksonville on Sundays. I have no idea. Uh, but I, I will tell you what they're saying. They're calling and going, hey, now that we've seen this Netflix thing, the swamp thing on Netflix, and we've proven that Urban Meyer didn't do anything wrong and he was God here. I mean, thank God for Netflix for being accurate about that. You see, the, you watch the whole thing. Nothing happened here. We were right. Let's bring Urban back. <laughs> that's what they're doing. I guarantee you that's what they're doing. <laughs> Ken is on with John. Hey, Ken, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, J.K.? You doing okay today? I'm doing fine. Thanks, Ken. It's John. I mean, John, John, John. Damn, I don't know what I'm thinking. But anyway, man, I, I just want to give my man Chaney a shout-out uh, also for calling. Man, I used to go watch this guy when I was a <laughs> top, toddler almost <laughs> playing at Fulton County Stadium with, uh, I want to say, Jeff Burroughs and uh, Rolling Office and Jerry Royster, those guys. Yeah, but it was even pre Jerry Royster. No, it was like like you know Gary Matthews, Willie Mountainez, you know yeah, Pat Rocket Martinez, you know, was on go. that team. Yeah, yeah Mitt Pogorova. I know. I, I I see now you're making me feel old. I was in high school at Lithonia. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, I was just surprised to hear hear from him uh, this morning, man. But getting back to my Braves, man. This national media sucks, man. They really suck, uh, John. ESPN. I don't know what it is about the ATL and the state of Georgia that they, they have against us, man, but they never, ever give us love, be it the Falcons, Braves, Hawks, Georgia. You know, it's, it's like they gloss over everything. But you put All a right, Ken, let me see if I team can... in there. Yeah. Let me Go... see if I can fill ahead, in a blank John. for you, okay? Again, this is my experience having worked there. And, you know, you know, it's one thing for you know me to comment on something where I wasn't, you know, sort of like Daryl Cheney could talk to you about baseball or somebody, you know, yeah, I've, A, I've been there. You know, I mean, I, I played the game. Uh, so I played this game. I was in the national media here in Atlanta, in the national media and TV in New York, and in the national media and TV in Los Angeles. All right. So I've been in that arena. All right. I've been, I've been there right in the heart of it for an extended period of time in my career. There's a mistake, Ken, that most people make when they look at national media and and uh, and and think about uh, what the media is. They they think that the media because they, they and the mistake they make is based on news. The mistake they make, Ken, is they think that they go, oh, uh, Fox News is uh, you know a bunch of you know mega conservatives and uh, and CNN and MSC are a bunch of you know uh, bleeding heart liberals. Well, okay, I mean, I guess you know if that's the way you want to look at it, that's fine. But that's not the real story, okay? Uh, the sports news and, and, and news news are sports and news are the same thing. 
if they don't define themselves as Republican and Democrat, I know that surprises you, but let me tell you what they think. They are elitist versus rubes, okay? They are snot-filled elitists. And we are, in flyover countries real, we are a bunch of rubes down here. Texas is filled with a bunch of rubes. Florida is filled with a bunch of rubes. Kentucky is filled with a bunch of rubes. Uh, Wyoming is filled with rubes. There are nobody lived there. Okay, so, I mean, they really have this holier than that. It's not a Republican and Democrat thing. It really isn't. It's a, I mean, there's a little of that, but, but it's really more about we are important and we are going to tell you what to think. That's, what, that's how well, they my, view it. My thing is, John, I just want them to just be fair. Be fair down the middle when it comes to covering the team, and especially when that team is is historically good or great, like the Braves are this season. They are doing some historic things that have even been never been done in the history of baseball. And this sport been around for 150 plus years. Are you kidding me? Just give us some freaking love, man. That's all I ask for. Did you see the home run the other night? I mean, uh, last night by Acuna, 121 off the bat. 400, almost 460 feet. This dude is, he's the bionic man, man. And nothing phases him. I love this kid, man. And I hope when his contract is up, please, Braves, keep this guy in Atlanta. He's one of the greatest superstars this city, this city will ever see. We cannot afford to lose Acuna, man. John Gray. Oh, no, 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 no. Make no mistake. He's not, he's not, he's not going anywhere. I do appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Reggie here uh, before the top of the hour. we got, obviously, a lot to talk about with you and me here when we're talking college football, talking Braves, talking about the, the lack of respect that the Braves get here and, and more. Let's uh, bring Reggie into the program. Hey, Reggie. Hey, hey, thank you, thank you. So, um, you know, UGA fans are, are really interesting. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't actually – I didn't see the game into it. I, you know, I watched the score, and I was thinking, I was like, hmm, it's kind of, you know, pretty – low for, you know, halftime scores, especially considering what, like, uh, Oklahoma and those guys did. But, you know, you can't really read anything into a glorified scrimmage, right? And I used to always say every year it seemed like there was a group of teams that was always overrated. It was like Auburn, LSU, Texas, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Georgia used to be one of those teams. But now they're not, right? And and, and it's like it kind of reminds me a little bit of, uh, you know, Larry Munson because it was, all, it was always like – you know, we're up 77 to nothing, but they can score 10 quick touchdowns and get right back. I'm like, what's up with, uh, you know, what's up with that? That's always been interesting to me. But I guess, you know, success breeds, uh, you know, you always got to you know, look for something to uh, complain about, right? Well, you know, that's always true. Of course it is. Uh, and uh, But, you know, again, first game of kind of a new version of, of Georgia, and, you know, you have lost a – you have to get used to the idea that you have, again, there's something else at play here, Reggie, and I mentioned this, uh, I've been mentioning it multiple times, Georgia fans have to understand, okay, the target is no longer Alabama, okay? Right. The target's no longer Clemson. This is the fir- That was the first game for the first time ever where Georgia played a game where they were alone on top of the co- college football mountain, okay? That's just the first time they've ever been alone on top of the mountain. Right. They, they weren't alone after they weren't alone after the first national title because they had split with Alabama that year and Alabama's body of work had allowed Alabama to say nope it's one and one a and that's what we said after last year well the previous season and then after this past season when they won the back to back okay they're alone so that's a different place and so 
again, I wouldn't worry about it. This, you know, we get, oh, Georgia looked like they're going to lose multiple games. You guys got to quit talking about it. And I went, okay, well, again, it's just a scrimmage. Let's see what happens when they start getting their act together here and ramp up, you know? Right on. And I just wanted to say something. Um, you know, Travis Hunter, like, I, I'm not expecting that every week, but I'm like, if he just does something like that just one more time this season, Give him the Heisman. That was amazing. I mean, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, it was totally amazing. Uh, and I appreciate the call, Reggie. I got to get to a break. I'm a little over for it. Travis Hunter of Colorado, once the number one high school player in the nation, went to play for Prime at Jackson State, played 151 snaps, literally every snap on both sides of the ball, cornerback and wide receiver. 151. Snap count. 150. Where's your snap count? 151. Um, but yeah, it went in the Heisman. Unfortunately, uh, he doesn't stand a chance. Because he's not a quarterback, and he doesn't play on a team that's going to win the national title. And that's who the Heisman goes to. Now, you, you thought it went to the best player in college football? Get, get out of here. John Fricke on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Two more hours of uh, you and I and a lot of phone calls next. You're the guest at 404 726 Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.